The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to The Shepherded Work, a weekly program to help you learn how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. Host Mark Goldstein introduces you to individuals who are successfully and effectively engaging in marketplace ministry and gives you the tools you need to do the same. The Shepherded Work is sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. Now, here's your host, Mark Goldstein. Welcome to The Shepherd at Work. Mark Goldstein in the studio with Mike Gillen, and our guest today is Kyle Hack. Mike, I think we've seen over the years, as people become Christians or Christians working for, for folks, uh, oftentimes they become unaligned. They don't, maybe the, who they work for isn't Christian, the morals, the ethics aren't right, and there's a tension. Mm-hmm. So many times people become Christians and then become entrepreneurs. They buy businesses because they want to be in control themselves. Right. The challenge is, is this statistic show that every three years, 80% of those go out of business. Yeah, that's a tough statistic, isn't it? it so, But there is an answer to that, and it's called franchising. So with us today is Kyle Hack. Hello, Mark. Hi, Kyle. And you have helped tons of Christians over the years get out of corporate and do their own deal. Absolutely. So you are the principal of green flag franchise. And uh, so you've worked with tons of people. So tell us uh, in, you know, in a way that we can all understand what is franchising, how it works. Yeah. So uh, as you said, uh, the, the statistics for businesses that are started from scratch aren't great. Now, um, there's there's no guarantee for anybody that goes into business whether they're going to succeed or not. Sure. But one of the best things that you can do to ensure your success is essentially buy your way past that three year hump where eighty percent of those businesses tend to fall away, and you do that by investing in a franchise. And if it's a good franchise, they'll be able to give you the guidance and the support that you don't even necessarily know that you need as you get your business started. It's the unknown unknowns that tend to tank a business. So what are the the deal breakers that cause businesses to go out that franchising, you know, gets you past that, gets you over that three-year home? Yeah. So when you get a good franchise, what you're what you're looking for is no matter what the product is, because we're not buying the burger, we're buying the kitchen. How does the business model work? And that includes everything from hiring your first employees, uh, the the overall operations of the business, and the marketing and product mix that you have. Those are things that any business can fumble the ball on sure. any one of those elements, and the business then will will at least struggle for a time until you figure that out. Now, every great franchise started originally as somebody's small business. Now, they have been through the fire. They have gone through all those challenges sure. and the unexpected things that came along. And so... Uh, so for somebody that's going to start a similar business, when they come into it from the franchise side, they have somebody that's there to guide them and show them the kind of obstacles that they didn't expect would come their way, but also the way to get around them. So you come from the corporate background mm-hmm. and you learned all of this about the benefits of franchising. So you went to a company to buy a franchise or to find out what franchise would work best for you. 
what happened? Well, yeah. So I, I worked in uh, defense manufacturing to, to start my career for about nine years. And then, um, you know, as as happens, there were layoffs and I found myself in uh, need of either uh, finding something similar to what I was doing or try to take a new career direction. And as part of that, I got connected to uh, originally a franchise consultant that when he was giving me the idea of we're going to help you find a franchise that's the right fit for you. And as we worked together, uh, what we both came uh, to conclude is that I was much better suited to be helping people find franchises just the same as he was. And so it was, uh, it, it was an incredible timing that way we don't consider coincidental. Uh, but that started my journey then to getting to know how all the different franchises work, what makes them unique, and then what would make somebody the right fit for their systems. So that's a great segue. What makes a good fit or how would somebody know if they're suited to, to be a franchisee? Oh, great question. And so, well, business ownership isn't for everybody. Uh, what we do in the franchise consulting world is find franchises where the talents, skills, and goals that they have that they're bringing to a business are a match for the profile that the franchise has for that business owner. Okay. Now, there are, you can see similar companies that from the outside, they provide an identical service and they may not look very different when you're looking at it from the consumer side. But once you get a look behind the curtain, then you find that the owner's roles are very different. So you could have two staffing companies where one requires somebody with uh, great organizational management skills and the other one requires somebody that has great sales and marketing skills. So what we do is we get to know these franchises and what they have seen uh, leads to the most success when somebody comes into their organization. And so we make sure that people are investigating franchises where they are the right fit and they're going to learn that as they go through the process. Process. Now, we don't take somebody just to a single franchise. We coach them as they investigate, you know, three franchises or more at a time as they're getting to know the ownership, they're getting to know other franchisees in the system and starting to see how they would be a fit or maybe not a perfect fit. And then we learn what they like, what they maybe didn't like. And we find a franchise that may be even uh, a better fit. Looking for a franchise, very similar to buying a home. You may think that you know exactly what you want going in, but then once you see some spaces, you see some features and amenities, some things become more important, some things become a little bit less. So that's a great way to think of it is that we're we're like the, uh, the real estate agents for people that are wanting to buy a franchise. It is said that if you find something that you love to do, you will never work another day in your life. So I guess part of it is is analyzing what somebody's likes, dislikes are, and then finding that pond where they can you know, actually swim in things that they really like to do. Yeah, absolutely. And the nice thing, and when you're looking for a franchise uh, as a next career step, rather than applying for jobs and hoping you find a company that's a fit when you are looking for franchises, you really have a lot more options and you don't have to necessarily settle for something just because uh, you need to take that, that next job that comes along. There's a lot more varied options. So you're more likely to find something where you're a great fit for the culture. We hear a lot about some of these mega franchises where it costs millions of dollars to, to get in. Generally speaking, um, what, What's an amount of money that somebody could reasonably 
get in to an average franchise. So for somebody that wants to open a business and it's going to be their full-time job, it's, it's going to have their full attention uh, for people that don't mind going out on the field, going out to sites. And uh, if it's not going to be a brick and mortar business, then $50,000, $60,000 is a reasonable uh, expectation for what you can invest to start up a business on the low end. Um, if you're going to have something that's more of like a retail space or uh, something that's brick and mortar, you're looking at 150000 300000 plus. And then, of course, we get into the multi-millions. Yeah. And then, of course, you help people with financing options or directing them how they can creatively get in. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one of the things that uh, we're able to bring as a benefit is connections to people that provide resources that work specifically in the franchising community. So financing the startup of a franchise mm -hmm. is rather different than starting the uh, than financing the startup of uh, an individual business. And we also connect people with the, the legal resources is okay. because you want to make sure that you're working with an experienced franchise attorney that can help you understand what you're signing and how many kids you might be giving away. <laughs> I think we'll just got to leave that alone and uh, all cards and letters, send them to Kyle Hack. <laughs> so Kyle, we talked about getting into a franchise. How about somebody who owns a business and wants to consider franchise? Yeah. So franchising provides a tool for business owners to expand. That's different than uh, they may have considered because traditionally you think of you're going to add locations, you're going to hire more managers and build a, a larger and larger corporate structure if your business is growing. Franchising allows you to grow your business with buy-in from other people that you select, you you approve them to mm -hmm. join your company, uh, but then they're making the investment to grow your company while you are providing them ongoing training and support and making it easier for them to start a successful business based on your brand and your experience. And it all, it sounds like you're growing your company without having to grow more employees, more HR, all that other growing stuff yes. that limit businesses from growing. Absolutely. And so what we, uh, what we can teach people is that uh, running a franchise, uh, if you like to say you have a restaurant, running a restaurant franchise is very different than managing a restaurant. And so we have ongoing training and support for franchisors as well uh, so that they can understand what it takes to bring in the right franchisees, build a solid model and continue to grow the franchise in a way that you, uh, you don't overexpand and you keep uh, good control over the brand and quality. So we're going to be taking a break in just a few seconds. Get, tell our listeners how they can reach out to you. Best way to reach out would be to go to greenflagfranchise.com and contact me there. Perfect. Now, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about different kind of franchises because when you think franchise, Mike, don't you typically think of restaurants? I do. I think of uh, a McDonald's. Yeah. You know, and I liked what Kyle said up front. I mean, that that was like the original picture of a franchise in, in, in my youth. Mm -hmm. and, well, uh, now half the people I work with have already been rejected by Chick-fil-A. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because they, they uh, that became one of the hottest franchises around. So we're going to find out that there's a whole lot more to franchising than just restaurants. We're with uh, Kyle Heck uh, talking about franchising. His the company is Green Flag Franchise. And we'll be back in just a minute. 
If you're a Christian business person and you want to meet people who want to do business with you, you need to join the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Why? Because the mission of the Christian Chamber is to build kingdom, business, and community. And it all starts with the Christian principle of building relationships. To learn more about the Christian Chamber and all the different ways you can get engaged with hundreds of other Central Florida Christian business people, visit cfchristianchamber.com or call 407-258-3578. Hey, Mike Gilland here with a special invitation to be with me on my daily talk show, Afternoons with Mike at 1.05 p.m. and again at 6.05 p.m. Along with me will be a guest for the day, either a local or national leader, could be a pastor, an author, an entertainer, or even a senator. We cover both local and national issues, always from a perspective of a biblical worldview. Hope to have you along with me. Afternoons with Mike. It's not just talk, it's life-changing. Ladies, do you want the men in your lives to be better husbands, fathers, and providers? Men, do you want all that and more? Christ-Led Communities has the answer. With men's Bible studies and group experiences, Christ-Led Communities has a curriculum that meets most every man's spiritual needs. Visit clchq.org to learn about your opportunities to grow in Christ in a Christ-Led community. The website again is clchq.org or 407-484-3899. Once again, here's Mark Goldstein. And we're back in the studio is Kyle Heck. He's the principal of Green Flag Franchise. That is difficult to say. Green Flag flag Franchise? Yeah, my teeth almost (laughs) want to fly out. And there's a picture for you right there, folks. It's a good thing we're on radio. Uh, So, Kyle, before the break, we were talking about people considering or wanting to consider or may consider franchising their business. You have a summit coming up to address or to help these people. Tell us about it. Yes, absolutely. So uh, our sister company is called Franchise Genesis. It's part of the Franchise Consulting Company Network. And uh, what they do is help companies explore and then build a plan of turning their business into a franchise. And uh, we have a summit coming up next month. And that is September 14th and 15th in Charlotte, North Carolina. And what we've found is it's an ideal event for people that are seriously considering growing their business as a franchise to meet other people that are business owners considering the same thing, meet uh, other business owners who have become franchises, and then meet a lot of our consultants who are going to be bringing them their candidates and helping them to grow and sell their franchises nationwide. Wow. So it's really turnkey. Absolutely. Yeah. And so and it goes beyond uh, what you're going to find with any other company that uh, will offer services piecemeal. What we've done is put together a complete package so that uh, we make sure that the franchises that we help create are the kinds of franchises that we would feel confident introducing our own candidates to investigate. So do you screen any of these folks coming to the summit first to kind of give them a thumbs up or thumbs down if it's a waste of time? Oh, absolutely. We want to make sure that they are uh, at a stage where they would be ready to go through the process of turning into a franchise. So some things we want to consider, obviously, we want to know that the business is profitable, uh, that it's a successful business model that somebody else will see, and they're going to have some confidence that if they replicate it, they're going to be uh, successful. We want to make sure that there's uh, markets for the business in other territories. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you're not going to have like a Disney touring company in Atlanta, Georgia. 
tell you that's rather location specific. Um, but, uh, for things like restaurants or salons or service companies, a bathroom remodeling, uh, basically anything that you would see in, in any, uh, town in America, those kinds of services can be franchised. And we want to make sure that the success of the business is based on the systems that are built in and the processes and not just the individual talents of the owner that's coming in day to day day because you can't replicate yourself. You can try to find somebody that's very similar, Mm -hmm. but it has to be the system that even if you step away from them for a month, your company would still be able to run because you've built that success into the business model. And the truth is if you're an entrepreneur, there's always risk. The key is, is you want to mitigate that risk. And it sounds like what you do is you work with people to mitigate every bit or most Mm -hmm. of the risk that could be to where they're going in with a great, a good idea that they're going to be successful. Absolutely. So th- this is uh, th- this is kind of the tandem skydiving. You you're not jumping out of a plane by yourself. You're going you're going with somebody who can uh, make sure to pull the ripcord along with you. <laughs> um, so that that's the it's really the key with uh, franchising is you're in business for yourself, not by yourself. So again, if somebody is interested in learning more about the summit. They just go to your website? Yeah, they'll have the information posted there, greenflagfranchise.com. All right, then we'll give that out again. So make sure you have a pencil or your iPod or well, your iPad. iPods, anybody have an iPod? In? I don't think I anybody think has iPods those. anymore, man. No. So, so anyhow, Kyle, before the break, we were talking about the fact that most or uh, many franchises have nothing to do with food. Well, absolutely. Um, what one of the most unique franchises that's uh, really gotten big here in the just this year. Um, you, you're probably familiar with uh, the explosion of AI since mm-hmm. like last, last December. You have ChatGPT. When you have all these AI art programs, well, that got the attention of enough business owners and managers to say, "Well, we have to get on top of this now." Well, the effect of that is that uh, the largest uh, sale and distributor of robotics to businesses in the country realize that they're not big enough and they can't expand enough to cover all of the new demand that that is generated. And so now we have a robotics company that realized the only way for us to grow fast enough to support all of these new customers is to create a franchise so that we can have uh, locations in every state across the country that can service and sell the the robots to restaurants, to hotels, to hospitals, um, and and more. Balloons. <laughs> so yeah, that's a that's another interesting one where. It, Flower shops are pretty ubiquitous, but um, what we find is there's uh, oftentimes a unique niche that comes along and they just have figured something out and have such great profit margins that it's uh, it's going to be a successful model no matter what. And so we have a, a gentleman who started a, a franchise called Balloon Kings and they uh, they're primary competition being party city is has had some struggles in recent years and their uh the biggest uh, driver of business there is their balloon bouquets well he mm. started a business that's just doing the balloons and so he can focus on that being premium quality and at a much lower price because he doesn't have to fund an entire party city facility and so that's another very unique one that uh, was brought into our company through franchise genesis just in the last year I guess sometimes when states or governments make laws, it opens it up 
to the opportunity for even more franchises. Uh, you had mentioned about schools. Absolutely. That's one of the uh, most interesting ones that I, I especially see for the uh, faith community is we've had, uh, I think it's eight or nine states just in the last year past universal school voucher programs. So the number of families who now have the means to be able to send their kids to a non-public school, whether that is a private school or a private Christian school or uh, through any company, um, has just... Uh, increased dramatically. And so there's a need on two ends. We need people that are going to open new schools. And so there are actually uh, K through eight, K through 12 uh, private schools that are franchising that now it would be the perfect opportunity to go into Florida is one of those markets. Uh, then a lot of other states are doing it as well. Uh, but then what we also need is successful private schools to consider franchising their model as well because what they would be able to do say if you, you have a, a thriving uh, christian school on one side of town they created as a franchise and then they're able to support multiple campuses without having to make the same kind of investment that they would normally have to if they were going to just add another campus that is brilliant so because it's education and the going to be connected with government and everything. Is there any kind of licensing or special things that people need to qualify to do a school? Yeah, so uh, that's obviously going to vary by state and it's going to vary by county. Uh, but when you have a franchise, they are going to be the guide to help you understand what kinds of certifications and who to contact if, if it's in a brand new state. And that's going to be the case on uh, on lots of different areas, whether you're a restaurant or a handyman service or a school. Uh, a, a good franchise is going to be able to give you the guidance either to know exactly what you need or who to direct you to to find out how to do it properly. So P.T. Barnum once said, if you take two things that have never been nailed together before and nail them together, somebody's going <laughs> to buy it. So with that in mind, what are some of the unique or a couple of the most unique franchises that you would have never thought would work, but they do? Oh boy, um, you can, I could go on for, for quite a while about that, but it seems like, uh, especially since COVID hit, everything has adapted to some form of mobile service that can. Okay. Uh, in particular, there's, uh, there's a, a company called Outfit that when uh, all the gyms were shut down in 2020, well, the one place that you could do fitness classes was outdoors. So... You put a bunch of uh, exercise equipment in and around a vehicle, in this case, like one of those large sprinter vans, and you have enough to do group fitness classes, uh, 20 to 50 people. Oh and uh, the the uh, founder of the company is a fantastic gentleman. He's a former Navy SEAL and built the company to be especially veteran friendly. And so if we're, you know, an environment such as uh, as Florida, and it works in cold weather environments too, um, it's a place where people want to get and stay healthy and be able to do it with uh, other other people to encourage you on uh, and so an outdoor fitness concept that you wouldn't have seen uh, just maybe uh, five years ago now is uh, thriving um, anything else that kind of that's been memorable to you that uh, you just said this is pretty cool well, one of the most unique and, and definitely most uh, entertaining franchises that also came uh, through a necessity through COVID um, is a, a, a dog theme park, basically. So uh, the the effect of everybody being locked down in 2020 was, well, everybody bought a dog. 
And so we call it the pandemic puppy boom. And so that has uh, been a real boon to pet-based franchises. And in particular, there was a, a dog training um, company out in California that he had to adapt what he was doing. So he created a space where it would be the ultimate doggy uh, daycare, but also where they could incorporate uh, the training and even parties and have a great adult socialization space as well. So I guess uh, if your wife would hound you to go. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a Markism. So with that, uh, that is that is unique. So Kyle, uh, how can people get in touch with you again and learn more about franchising, whether to franchise their own business or to become a franchisee. Yeah, so uh, you can always call me at 765-586-6170 or go to my website, greenflagfranchise.com. So Kyle, thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. For Mike Gillen, I'm Mark Goldstein with Kyle Heck, and we will see you next week on The Shepherd at Work. You've been listening to The Shepherd at Work. Tune in next week as Mark will introduce you to another marketplace leader who will show you how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. The Shepherd at Work, sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.